Rebellions are built on hope. And welcome to another episode of Radio Rebellion, a Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Alberto Calderon, and thank you for joining us on another great Star Wars Saturday. How are you guys doing out there? I'm here with our co-host, Oti. How are you doing today, Oti? Woo! Yes, that's the way. Go ahead, introduce our guest. Go ahead, you can introduce our guest for today. Oh, we're, oh my God, I'm so nervous. We're joined by the <laughs> awesome Norhal. How are you, Norhal? Thank you so much for having me. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. We're all uh, almost made a little bit late, almost because we're all showing our Kenobi toys before we started. Oh yes, Clone Wars. yes. Yeah. There you Wars. go. He's everywhere. Clone Wars, because we got that Clone Wars, Clone Wars flashback that I was saying we were getting. Ah, oh, there oh, it is. Oh, it's been a while since we saw. So good. Since we saw the magazine, but yes, Norhal, thanks for being here. Uh, always enjoy when we get to talk talk with you. So thanks for joining us tonight. Oti kind of threw you, not threw you under the bus, so he kind of said, hey, I've been talking to Norhal. She wants to be on the show. Yes, we're talking soccer a couple of weeks ago. He was mad because his team was losing, but... No, my team wasn't losing. The team I hate was winning, which so happens to be the team Norhal loves. I was actually going to wear a Barcelona shirt just to honor our guest. <laughs> I, I behave mm. myself. The season's right. over. The season's over. Yeah, season Thankfully. is over. Thankfully. Right. 14, 14 Champions Leagues. <laughs> there you go. All right. Oh! All right. He's gone. Let's get him out of here. Sorry about oh. that. Yeah, talking about shirt. I got a new shirt. Kind of. Oh, that was, oh, that was it very is cool. cool. So shout out to my wife to get it, giving it to me like three right. weeks before Father's Day. There you go. Kenobi. And then Kenobi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have the. I have the lame shirt now. Like, oh, come on. It's Darth oh, Vader. I, cool. This poster Chamber. is really cool. The, the 40th really anniversary. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And we got similar things. Maybe a couple of similar vibes at the beginning of the show for for that one. Uh, but before we start, as always, make sure that you're following and helping out with the Amidal Initiative out there at Equality Texas. I always say, just not just um, Equality Texas, but everywhere right now. We got to show... Our support for the LGBTQ community, not just during Pride Month, throughout the whole year with all the legislation and stuff going out there. You gotta show our support, donating, just getting informed, voting, doing what you can out there. So yeah, go ahead if you can. Yes. Um, and I always forget, so let me make sure I don't forget this time. If you're new to the show, thanks for being here. Make sure you're subscribed to our channel. And give me one second, here we go. Maybe subscribe if you're watching this live or later, whenever you're watching, make sure to like and comment down below if you're watching this later on the replay. And of course, if you're listening to the audio podcast when it comes out on Monday, also let us know if you're enjoying it, if you're not enjoying it, what we could do better, rate, review, all that fun stuff. Um, but yeah, Oti, it's been, a, it's been a week since last we talked. I was a little bit under the weather, but... How, how are you guys doing? Any Star Wars stuff before we get into Obi-Wan that you guys been experiencing this week? I not not much Star Wars really apart from Obi-Wan. Um mm -hmm. I've actually played and finished Jedi Fallen Fallen Order. <laughs> um I actually finished it like the, the minute Kenobi ended, I started playing the game again. Because I was in the last mission. <laughs> I, I started playing 
last weekend and I finished it the day Kenobi. And it, it, like, what a timing! Like the episode yeah. that <laughs> came out right, like it, it was perfect. So yeah, so, what yeah. a coincidence, right? Um, Nora, do you have you played Jedi Fallen Order and then watched this episode just went nuts? I haven't, as a matter of fact, but I was aware of the like the storyline on the sure. book, and I was like, wait a second, that sounds familiar. <laughs> wait, yeah. So definitely now my interest on playing the game has increased tenfold. So definitely looking forward. Yeah, to I'm that. right there with you. I've said it. I don't know how many times. I haven't played the game, but I've watched all the cutscenes. I know the story, so I kind of knew a little bit when it kind of came up this episode. Oh, there's a couple of things kind of mesh with Fallen Order, but then you went on social media and everyone was freaking out about all the connections. But no. All right, so let's go. Let's. I guess let's not wait anymore. Before we start, Oti, who's out there in the chat? Who's? <coughs> excuse me. Maybe I'm not as as better as I was last. Who's so... out there? So as always, we have Dale somewhere around here. Hi. He's he's saying hi to Norho. He's saying hi Just to Mo, who's also here in the chat. Hey, hi Mo. <laughs> we also have Emotional Evolution, who's watching. Um, I think that was all of us. We all went through an emotional evolution watching Kenobi so far. We have. Yes. We have. Yeah. True story. Yeah, I mean it's it's a lot. It's that's why some of the complaints I see for the show when people say, "Oh, if they just fix the the story or the writers," I'm like, "What the hell are you guys watching? That's the best part. The writing is the best part." Don't, don't get me started because I'm going I'll go out in a big rant. Like maybe at the end I have a little. I, 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 I'm getting very very angry at the like the discourse okay. around it. So. We'll save it for the end. Talk about some of the criticism out there. See if anything is valid. Or if it's just people wanted to complain, but we'll see how time, how we're doing on time. But awesome. uh, before we officially start, know how we talked a little bit before we started. How are you feeling about the series so far coming into episode four? Well, uh, again, thank you for having me. And <laughs> definitely, I've been presently surprised. I tried to get a hold of my expectations because uh, I know we've been waiting for this. Kenobi series for a long, mm -hmm. long time, and of course, a lot of things come into like my mind. Like, oh, I want flashbacks. I want this. <laughs> I want that. But um, I gotta say, I was I I've been pleasantly surprised uh, for the way the story has been developed so far. Uh, and yeah, it's been it it's awesome to have Ewan McGregor again mm -hmm. back into in Hayden as well. And well, we've been pleasantly surprised. Like I have to mention little Leia. It's Ooh, I best. love her so much. Uh years ago I wrote that I I wished we had a young Leia in live action. Of course, influenced by Le Leia, Princess of Alderaan for the book, mm. because I, I love that book. And but this is way better. I mean, having a 10-year-old Leia and played fantastically by Vivian Lyra Blair has been the icing of the cake with with Kenobi. The fact that that girl has Lyra in her name is like <laughs> I know. What are the odds? <laughs> yeah, man. It's something I think we talked about this before, Oti. That if you had told us before the show started, oh, there's gonna be a young Leia, we all be oh no, what are you oh, doing? Know, we right? don't need this. And even when uh, she showed up that first episode, I'm like, oh, I don't know where this is gonna go, but she's been great and the evolution of not just the character but the actress from that first couple of scenes 
to the end of episode four that we'll get to it. But of course, Mo loves the name Lira. <laughs> Uh, she's a great actress for being 10 years old and what she's bringing to the show is great. She's been awesome. Um, I, she's Leia. She's yeah. Leia. Leia, yes. To the T. All right. So I think that's, let's get, a, get, let's go with this. I don't, I don't have words anymore. Sorry if you guys are ready. I'm not ready. Let's talk Star Wars and on our segment, comments on Kenobi. Nothing wrong with a little order, right? That's for you, Atheus. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a little order, right? Our friend okay. Freck. Come on, Freck. We trusted you. I know. I trusted him, man. <laughs> we all did. That's a weird story. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was telling Nora how before we started, I was I just binged all four episodes this morning. I just seen Freck again, like, oh Freck, you broke my heart. You were, we were He's there with permanent. you. Yeah, yeah, he's he is a vermin, but again, great characters. One of those characters that we're all gonna remember forever. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> he's he's gonna be like what Ben Quadraneros is to me. He's gonna lead to someone in a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I almost I tried to find I couldn't find one of those red noses from Red Nose Day. I had a pink wig. I was gonna put on my clown makeup because Oti last week I was here here swearing we're getting flashback to the Clone Wars. The Grand Inquisitor is coming back. Quinlan yeah. Boss is gonna be at the end of this transport. We're getting everything. Hit me with all the fan service. The show starts. Kenobi's dreaming, having all these nightmares. I'm like, here we go. Here comes the flashbacks. Yes. We didn't get it, <laughs> but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. Um, but we got something that might be a lot better, and it's that back to scene when we get Obi Wan. I don't know if he's sensing Vader at the other end. Vader's on his own back that time. Both of them are suffering, trying to get better. What, what, what do you think from about this scene, Oti, and that we didn't get those flashbacks right at the beginning? I I was waiting for them. I, the, the minute we see them in the tanks, I'm like, here it comes. We're going to see it. Yeah. But um, there's so much here. And... It can't be me just like reaching. I tweeted out yesterday that people need to stop like forcing these connections. But the the way I saw it is like this parallel of Kenobi and uh, Vader, both in in their back to tanks. And there's something very interesting about it. Like, just notice how they're like in this pit of water, mm-hmm. and the difference. Like Kenobi can take himself out, while Vader needs someone else to take him out of the tank. And it parallel to me, like in the sense that Kenobi right now is in this dark place and he's calling to Qui-Gon to help him get out and go back to the light. And for me, it paralleled this thing that he has to be the one to take himself out versus Vader, who will need Luke in Return of the Jedi to take him out of his pit. So I just like that mini scene gave me like all these thoughts and I thought it was so interesting and how they cut between them. It was so, so good. Yeah. You're reaching. Don't go that far. No, Uh, it's one of those things that if you just want to watch it and just enjoy the scene, it's great because you see both of them. Kenobi, okay, he's suffering. He's getting better. Vader's in there. He needs to be there for the rest of his life. He's never going to get better for all the things that Kenobi put him through. But just the way that it was shot, just going from the the shoulders down, then you can see 
um, Vader's arm cut at the elbow. Then you see Kenobi's hand. It's like, okay, he's suffering and he went through all this, but he's still, like you said, he can still pull himself out while Vader needs help from machines or whatever. And then you get into the emotional sense. But nor, nor how, when you saw this scene, did you have any one of those connections or did you just saw it as two old friends kind of just broken at the same time? Well, I gotta be honest. I mean, uh, OT makes a really great point that uh, at first I just saw like uh, this two old friends, master and apprentice and brothers in arms and we're seeing uh, they had the story and we see the parallels between the back to town scenes. But I think Odie, you, you made a great point how uh, he's on a dark place. Van is on a dark place and he needs to pull himself out of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas Vader can't and will mm-hmm. not until Return of the Jedi. So that's 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 a fantastic uh, perspective. But, uh, and yeah, I was waiting for the, <laughs> I mean, the book of Boba Fett has spoiled us, let's be mm-hmm. honest, because we were waiting, ah, oh, flashback, flashbacks. <laughs> no. But I think maybe it would have been nice to have, but I think it was, it was a, it's a good point in how he himself pulls, goes above the back tank and like, yeah, I, even when he like Tala said, hey, you still, you're burned. You need to yeah. recover, and it's like, no, let's let's go, let's go save Leia. So, yeah, he had that kind of same one when Finn wakes up from the last Jedi, and the first thing he does is ask, "Where's Ray?" Then here we right. get Ken Obi, "Where's Leia?" Uh, and but... it had this very similar effect, like in like Last Jedi, where they go, "Where's Ray?" Boom, we cut to Octo. Mm-hmm. Oh, where's 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 Han? We cut to Kylo and. I really like that. Yeah. Poetry, it just rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But before we go towards Leia, they finally get, I guess they got to Jabim, even though it's not confirmed that they made it to Jabim, but they're in this place now. And we get Roken, played by Australia Jackson. Oh, oh you Quinlan. know. No Quinlan boss. <laughs> Quinlan boss is perfect. We all, again, clown makeup. Where is it? But yeah. jokes aside, because I, I think our friend Meg Dowell tweeted out something. And I replied, well, everything that I thought was going to happen on the show didn't happen, but it's better because then I was surprised with mm-hmm. everything that came. Agreed. So we get Roken, we get some of the other people that are her- helping at the end of the path. And he's kind of, yeah, get him out of here. We can't help. Too, much, too, much, too many eyes on him. They're going to come shut us down. We need to get, get him out of here. And through that conversation, we learn, hey, Lauren, how you doing, Lauren? Thanks Hi, for Lauren. joining us. Hi. Um, we learned that he was married to a Jedi or someone that was force sensitive and then taken by the Inquisitors. Um, nor how this scene there with Roken, learning a little bit about his past. Did you enjoy this? And do you think it's going to come back at some point that we learn more who his wife was? Well, um, it would be fantastic if it if it we we learn more about Roken and his wife, but I think it's fantastic to show the extent of how the Empire and the Inquisitors what they have been done so far. Right now we are at the middle of the of the journey between episode three and episode six. Mm-hmm. And that we obviously have a more we have learned from uh Rogue One, Rebels, other media, but so far is 
what the Inquisitors have been doing has been chasing Jedi, has been chasing uh, Force-sensitive people. It, it shows you the extent. I think, my theory is that Roken's wife was a Jedi, mm. either a Padawan or a Jonglin, or maybe she was a Jedi Knight, for all we know, but because of how he refers to Kenobi, General. Oh, yes. Like General Kenobi, like, like in the Clone Wars. So uh, it, it makes me feel like, yeah, there was certain connections. He knows who's Ken who Kenobi is. But yeah, it shows you the extent of how... At this point, they're just like this uh, underground rail work, helping people, helping force sensitive people run out of danger rather than being uh, like a rebellion, like this rebel mm -hmm. cells we've seen, uh, like with uh, Sogerera or with. Uh... Oh, I lost the, the, with The what? Emphis Nest. Emphis Nest and with the rebels, the local rebels. But it's oh, more yeah, like, yeah. hey, we're just helping people, saving people. We're not fighting, like directly the, engaging in a fight. And you see what Sully says later. Hey, we're not soldiers. We're yeah. just helping people. Yeah, I was trying to go to that because they're not soldiers at this point till the end when Tyler goes, you're soldiers now, I guess. But yeah, they're not soldiers. They're just moving people. But yeah, Oti, did you catch that when he called Kenobi general? Because I haven't seen people talking about this. When I heard it, I'm like, wait, wait, did he just finally someone said general? It's like, oh, flashbacks. Yeah, you know, it's, like, that, that counts. It's it's one of my favorite little moments because of the reaction. Because he doesn't react. He, he just yeah. takes it. And I think that's something that if it happened in Thank the you. first episode, he would have been like... <laughs> <laughs> or or maybe in this even second or third episode he'll be like no 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 ben kenobi ben kenobi not general yeah. and here he just like takes it and, and runs with it showing a little bit how he's changing and maybe accepting his role and mm -hmm. what he had to do back in the day so uh, one of my favorite little moments because it, it's almost blinking you'll miss it like it's yeah yeah it's and yeah to your point, Norhal, I, I really love like seeing the first like you know building blocks of the rebellion. We've seen them here and there with Enfis Nest, with Sagarera, and seeing other parts like we'll talk about the ships later, but like it's so so awesome. Yeah. Again, little nuts like you said, Oti and our friend Andres Andres Alvarez says episode four really had so many many subtle nods in the dialogue. Dialogue, guess your soldiers now do so much work in the end. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. again, this is what K2 says, right? To to Lou. To, to Jin. Jin. Oh, yeah. guess you're guess you're a rebel now. It's like, uh, eh, Norhal, she'll be back. I guess yeah. everyone's having connectious issues today. But here we learn when Roken kind of says, okay, you need my help. You got it. I'll help you out. And they start talking about Fortress Inquisitorius. This is in the Mustafar system. Oh, that's Vader system. Can all we kind of freaks out? Oh, wait, 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 wait. It's Vader there? No, no, he's coming. And then they start doing this classic Star Wars rescue mission. It's We know. We know what's going to come. Did you enjoy this kind of setup to what was coming? Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised how quick we got into it. Yeah. Because, you know, the first thing I do when I turn on Disney Plus is, oh, this one's shorter. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, and the the, the line's like, Kenobi devices a plot or plots yeah. a plan. I, I don't know. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to be like a planning episode. 
<laughs> and like 10 minutes in and we're already in Fortress Inquisitorius. So I was very pleasantly surprised by that. Yeah, because last week when we were trying to figure out what's going to happen, you were saying, oh, this don't expect a lot of action. This is probably going to be a slower episode. Just Kenobi kind of trying to rebuild himself. And we went straight into the action pretty quick, even though it was a 32, 35 minute episode. I didn't feel it to be that short because we got into what was going on pretty quickly. There wasn't a lot of planning. But yeah, I was kind of surprised when I read the little the little thing saying there was going to be just a rescue mission. What what is Lauren saying? Yeah, so she says that when they mentioned uh, Fortress Inquisitorius, she was screaming Cal, <laughs> and yeah, and I love that they mentioned like Fortress Inquisitorius. They say it by name, and yeah. also I'm gonna show this because Andres right. says he didn't know what a T47 speeder was until they pick up Kenobi, and same, <laughs> that was something that just went over my head. All right. I'm glad you're not part participating in the original trilogy trivia, which is coming out soon, but me neither. I knew them as snow speeders. I didn't know. When they said T-47s, so I'm like, wait, is that what Luke used to fly? Oh, there she's back. Norhouse back. Um, so they leave the, the little base that they had. They go straight now to this rescue mission because Tala said, I'll take you on my ship. I still have should have my clearance. Let's go do this. Then we see Kenobi trying to use the force to pull that little communicator. He still doesn't have it. He's like, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. But Tala's some things they need you need more time and some things need to be forgotten. Or what is it? Uh the past is uh, how the past is a hard thing to forget. And then Kenobi goes, some things can't be forgotten. And that's what he's, what he's holding on. We've seen since the beginning, Bale kind of told him the past, get done with it. You got to move on. So it's that's kind of this show is building to Kenobi letting go of the past. It's hard. Know how, if you're out there, you can hear us. Um, how how did you look at this scene with Kenobi still kind of struggling to use the force just to move a little object? He's not ready for anything at the moment. No, she. I think we lost her. Ah. Um, but yeah, no, he he definitely is still like working on that connection, but it's starting to come back. Like he 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 got to pull the thing. And <laughs> yeah. So, but you know the the force is like way more than just like pushing and pulling things. Mm -hmm. So. I think I think he'll get to where he needs to be by the end. It reminded me of I used to take kickboxing back mm -hmm. in 1998, 1999, so 20 some years ago. I still think I can do it. I like, oh man, if two people jump me, I can still have my and I remember what I'm supposed to do, but my body can't do it. And I think that's what Kanobi is like, yeah, I know. I still know how to use the force. I know what's behind it but I can't tap into it. So I'm like, dude, you're an old man like me. Um, Nor how, thanks for joining us. We have her back. We have her back. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> right, Nor, can you hear us? Yes, yes. All right. We have Sorry. No, no. Technical problems. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's everywhere. But just I was talking to Oti about when they leave their little base camp heading to Fortress Inquisitorius and Kenobi trying to use the force and still struggling just to move that little object. He has a conversation with Tal about forgetting about the past. Where do you see Kenobi at this point? Well, I think uh, I think it makes sense because, I mean, 
10 years have passed since episode three and uh, the the place where he's at, obviously he has, he has lost pretty much everyone who was mm -hmm. part around of his, who surrounded him. Uh, for example, going back to part two, how Riva connected Bale was someone close to Kenobi is that obviously because he he served he was a close of senator but anyway if you think about it everyone else who was close to Kenobi is dead mm -hmm. I mean Padme Anakin he thought he was dead but uh the rest of the Jedi and even even Satine <laughs> he's lost everyone and I, I mean Arsu our friend made a fantastic point on Collider on her on her article about how after he faced a loss, for example, in episode one, when he lost Qui-Gon, it's like, ah, uh, it's, he owns, takes ownership of that loss. And mm -hmm. he devoted of, hey, I'm going to try, I'm going to train Anakin because that's what I was asked to do as a way to face his loss. And so and so, but in this case, when we see Return of the, uh, Revenge of the Sith, he thinks Anakin is gone. He goes and saves Batman because she's about to uh, give birth, but then she she's gone too. <laughs> so basically we see that he says, yeah, I'll, I'll watch over the boy. So maybe his plan at that moment was, okay, yeah, I'll, uh, the, the Lars are going to take care of him, but then I'm going to train him. It's been 10 years. He hasn't been able to mm -hmm. do that. So of course... He's in a dark place. He's uh, he's just surviving, as we saw in part one. He's just trying to pass the time, and he's made the force aside because he still has issues to confront. And I think Tala is a is a makes a really valid point. Like, yeah, you you have to go over that, mate, because if not, you're gonna still struggle like you're doing right now. Yeah, it's. Go ahead. Yeah, no, to, to, to Norhal's point, like, the, the, the thing I keep, like, reiterating, like, I see Kenobi, like, not, like, thinking he can't go back to being the Jedi Master he was. I think he's terrified of doing mm -hmm. so. Like, we see him the minute he yeah. ignites the lightsaber, he can kick ass again. But I think he's terrified of that because he, he could train Anakin. He trained the best Jedi of all time. And look what happened. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like his mental block. Like he's just so afraid of what can happen if he helps that he can't even pull the communicator to him. Yeah. Well, he's getting there, like you said, by yeah. the end of this episode, he, he's like, I don't want to say 50%, maybe like 45%. But I don't know who it was on Twitter. I think I saw a couple of weeks ago someone kind of saying how each episode is mirroring one of the movies. Like episode one, yes. mirror Phantom Menace. I can't remember how, but episode two, Attack of the Clones, Kenobi on this mission to rescue someone, get information. Episode three, just fighting against Anakin and Vader, going through the fire. Now episode four, rescuing yeah. Leia in- Leia being uh, a prisoner. Yeah, in an Empire kind of base. Episode five, Oh, that's going to be the confrontation. And then six kind of bring him back to the light or something. So I love that someone kind of pointed that out. And I want to know if that's what the kind of creators kind of mentality going through this. 
But then we jump, let's talk about Leia and Reva. Poor Leia, second oh. prisoner again, but she's learning and she's great. Again, we said this at the beginning, but I love that she was a kind of a princess at the beginning. My <laughs> father's better than he's a senator. Privilege, like I'm a princess of Alderaan. Like again, just the delivery, she does great. And then Reva comes in and is like, we don't care. Yeah, here the, we don't take kindly to your kind, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Oti, were you scared for little Leia for a little bit as she was beginning to get interrogated? I mean, no, because we know she'll be fine, but <laughs> I loved all those scenes. Like little Leia's so like sassy and she's not taking she you know, she remind me with her the <laughs> it reminded me of Grogu with his Yeah. Bigger than, than her yeah. hands a little. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I just love seeing Leia and then like parallel doing the parallel with Luke sitting in top of the home. Like <laughs> Luke right now I remember because before this everyone was I say oh Luke Skywalker was taken to the desert where he has to work and Leia she's a princess just hanging out and now it's the reverse no he's been taken prisoner twice and Luke is still playing outside just no worries no worries yeah Reva kind of tells her Kenobi's dead no one's gonna save you the people that were supposed to help him left him there to die and she tries to break her down and she's like I'm not telling you anything um, <clears throat> but then she shows, shows her the and, Jedi symbol from the path and goes through. We know about this. I love that mm-hmm. because Leia doesn't know anything about the path. And instead of saying, I don't know anything, she's like stringing her along. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to tell you. And we see those inklings of what she's going to become later on when yeah. she like goes like, oh, the base is on Dantooine. <laughs> Yeah, and I I love that. Like uh, the minute she started interrogating, I was like, but she doesn't know. And it's like, oh, smart cookie. I know. Yeah, she knows just what Tala said five minutes before they she got kidnapped for the second time. But nor how we I talked with Oti and with Lauren last time talking about when they went into the path, and um, Reva sees the Jedi symbol on the wall, and I think it kind of broke her down a little bit and here that's what she brings to leia hey we know about this there's more out there we didn't think it amounted to anything but i guess there's something out there do you still do you think there's a little part in reva's kind of not messed up or in reva's mind back there that when she sees that jedi symbol she kind of comes back a little bit to her maybe some good times i know i i i think and i still believe that that beginning of part one where we saw the jungling training and order mm-hmm. 66 i still think that has to do something with reva yeah. and <laughs> especially with her obsession with kenobi is why why she's so obsessed mm-hmm. with like kenobi and i i i think that my theory is that she was part of the jedi she was a jungling or something and we have to remember that this message that kenobi the one that we saw in rebels that he sent everyone like yeah run away like just Mm -hmm. stay away from the temple so in some way it it can be interpreted as a he abandoned he was one of the leaders yeah and i think it has to be because then she keeps talking about oh i had a droid once it was taken from me and no one's gonna save you like i've been there i've been waiting i've been left behind so i think that's gonna play a huge part of it try to 
unfortunately, make Kenobi feel guilty again, which it's yeah. been his whole life, unfortunately. Poor Kenobi. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why he's the best, because he doesn't let that he can take, take him to the, to the dark side. Yeah. Uh, but Oti then, as you were saying, why does he just use mind control? We saw her use mind control against Haja, and then she goes, okay, it's, I'm done playing games. But she resists the mind control. They told, told us in episode four, her resistance to the mind probe is considerate or whatever. So we know she's strong. And then she goes to, I used to have a droid once and all that. Take it through this scene as it played out. I So I, I also see like, she doesn't notice that Leia's force sensitive. And that's also like part of the Empire, how incompetent yeah. they are. And I like, know. so do we think she's resisting her because she's very, she has a very strong will or because of the force like pushing back? I mean, with everything we know now, I think with everything we know now, it's because she's strong with the force. Because at the same time, she's always been kind of strong willed. And yeah. we know that. She's both, my, yeah. Yeah, mind control is for the weak minded. Yeah, and, and, and force sensitivity is not like, yeah, like uh, immediately you're going to, as a switch and detect, it might be imperfect. And it's like, well, later on when she, Riva faces Tala, it's like, you're a liar, but uh, I don't know if you're lying yeah. for yeah. or against. So yeah. yeah, yeah, but that scene was great because I yeah. don't know what <laughs> they were planning to do with little Lola. She was just going to ram into, into Reva. I and know. I'm like, oh, they're the going to crush song. her again. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like they're gonna, she's going to crush her again. But she didn't cross Lola, which played then to the end of the episode. Uh-huh. <sighs> Do you think, Oti, at any point that she might break Leia? Because I thought she was. When she started kind of no. talking a little bit about her past, I thought she had her for a second. I, If they <clears throat> broke her, I would have been a little bit upset. Because I just, I just see Leia's this like incorruptible person like even as a 10 year old like maybe that's too much to put on a, on a 10 year old but that's how i see like i i just see her as like the perfect person ever but but we're on the same side help me help you're the only well, one that I, can I, help I, yourself I, i'm like oh it's, 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 it's close. I, I, but she's so smart and she's like you're right let me tell my father <laughs> <laughs> and i love reva because she went like oh, i'm just so frustrated but i right like, kids she's yeah. like make... <laughs> but she's also like impressed she's like you're good kid <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah. well, nor when then she goes okay let's make those tears real take her to interrogation or whatever were you at this point were you <clears throat> kind of concerned for leia i mean i was afraid <laughs> that they were going to like no don't dare touch our baby girl <laughs> torture her uh but i one funny thought came into my mind like uh obviously we saw later on vader facing riva but i was thinking just imagine Darth vader at this moment of his life he finds out at this very point that Uh, oh no making a great point uh, man this connection i i have a lot to elaborate on what she was saying All right, oh, she'll, she'll be back. But let's say hi to our friend Star Wars nowadays. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? Hello. Yeah, and Andres is agreeing with Oti with the incompetent empire theory, which is funny because they were people They'll online. Come back later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, in a big way. People complaining online that the empire is incompetent, that stormtroopers can't hit anyone on all these 
We know. That's the whole point of Star Wars. Oh, the Empire needs to get better in protecting secure communications. That's, that's the, the point. point. So and they, like, even, they, they even mention it like the whole reason why they don't have security in Fortress Inquisitorius is because they think yeah, it, no it won't be crazy to go there. And they probably are right, but that arrogance is their downfall at mm -hmm. the very end. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been there since it's been there <laughs> since 1983. Like Luke says it's like, oh, your, your arrogance is your weakness or something. Mm -hmm. It's been there all along. I mean, it's since before, since two people on a Wookiee hid inside a Millennium Falcon and they went with scanners. Oh, and the ship just flew here. Yeah. Oh, and they have Stormtrooper almost. I guess they're Stormtroopers. So no, it's, oh, I sorry. She's back. All right. Nor, sorry. We have you? Okay, we have Yeah. You. So you cut off right as you were making your point. Can you try to elaborate a little bit? You're still cutting in and out a little bit. Yeah, just try try to connect again. Sorry. It's... I'll, I'll, I'll look at the preview. Just yeah, case. okay. So while we wait for, for Norhal to come back, so Oti, let's jump now, because they take a little Leia, put her in that torture chair. Okay, there, there she is. We're like, no, don't torture poor baby. All right. Okay. All right, can you hear us now, Norhal? Yeah, so my point is that, can you, yeah, I can hear you all. Yeah. Yeah, and go just ahead. Just imagine that, uh, yeah, just imagine that Vader knew Leia at that point. Leia was her, his daughter at that point. Riva would be already dead. That, that was my <laughs> funny thought at that at the middle of that scene but yeah i'm glad they didn't torture our little baby i yeah. I, I actually tweeted out like this question like what if he found out like what if because for me it's like more than your daughter that's padme's daughter like she's mm -hmm. like yes. and she's just like padme and like I, I could just imagine this thing like him just turning to reva and just like, <laughs> <laughs> but, like 15 years from now he will know. Oh, you remember that day back in Fortress in Corsitorius? Your daughter was there. You mother. What? Yo, and now thinking back, like in Return of the Jedi, when he reads read Luke's mind and goes like your sister, and he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a Everything minute. Starts... Oops. Yeah. Wait, her name is Leia. Then no The girl I so tortured. <laughs> the girl I tortured in in New Hope. Yeah. Who told me uh -oh. I stunk? I mean that they were holding my Stitch. leash. Come on. Yeah. yeah, which again is just Leia. She doesn't care. She doesn't care about Riva, Tarkin, Vader. She'll just mop the floor with them. Quick, quick point. Like, have you guys read Bloodline? Yes. Yes. So yes. In, in that book, she talks like years later after everything that wherever when everything comes out about Vader, and she talks about like Luke told her about uh, Anakin and what he was, yeah. but she could never forgive him for everything he did for her. Like yeah. every time she thought of him, she would think of the moment she he tortured her. So like you know that that book was written, of course, before this book. But like now, adding all of this into the terror she saw him do, like just choking people on the street, just cause. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so yeah, torture the Empire, not the good guys. No. But okay, so we get now. Our group gets into Fortress Inquisitorius, and by our group, I mean Tala and Kenobi, 
Yes. Talas able to infiltrate. She's like, what am I wasting my breath on you, you low life? I love <laughs> that. I love that because I, I, I was uh, thinking that how the Empire, their tool, their main tool is fear. All mm -hmm. over the existence of the Empire, you see all is a fear. On, but like we just said, empire, the, the empire, the members of the empire are incompetent in so many uh, ways. <laughs> and you see how she, uh, uh, that's a weakness because we've seen it on and on in several media, how there's people infiltrating spaces mm -hmm. and such. And like going back to Solo, you see Beckett posing as a lieutenant <laughs> and he it, like, Han is about to, uh, to sell them out. It's like, hey, officer, this guy yes. is under setter. And All you need is a the hat. Other guy, he didn't even check if he was a real member of the Empire. No, he just followed his orders. <laughs> so you can see how people is driven by fear in the Empire. Yeah. Is... yeah. All you need is a little hat, a little markers on your shirt, red and blue, and, and you're part of the Empire. That's enough. But I, I... love that scene. It, but I love our um, Star Wars now is saying this. It was a very suspenseful episode. Even that little scene when she's like, oh, is there any trouble, any issues? And he's oh, this is in your sector. You got to get out of here. But then Tala being the great character that she's, who are you? I'm your commanding officer. You're going to address me as sir. And I'm going to tell the Inquisitor, so get out of my face. And, ah. I I just love like the realization on her face. Uh, on her face, she's like, oh, God, oh, God. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. And I, I love that little checkpoint. Just design-wise, that red thing just... Can you go, oh, like, around it? <laughs> it's like everything in Star Wars. Right? Everyone, everyone says, why don't you just go around it? It's, anyway, it's like it's, a big hall. <laughs> yeah. But then, I mean, we can see it at the end. It is a pretty big place. Just they didn't see a trench coat guy walking around, which I love. And I again, people complain That's about stupid. It's one of my favorite things. It stupid Star Wars, right? What you I love? love? I love when Star Wars is stupid. <laughs> yes. But then she gets into this communication center. <clears throat> sorry, Kenobi. Again, for anyone that played Jedi Fallen Order, same thing that Cal did, just swimming down there. A bunch of big fish. And Everyone they're said both, they're both dry. When they come out, <laughs> I mean that that come on. You think that in Star Wars, Wars yeah. that fabric is in moisture resistant or moisture wicking, whatever they called it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Kenobi gets in, and what I love about this show or this episode, again, stupid thing, but just watching Tala talking to Kenobi pretty loudly, and I like nobody's listening. But then she turns and there's a guy looking like Shh, we're in the middle of the library or something. Mm -hmm. And then similar later when she calls Kenobi back and then the stormtroopers hear them. It's like, okay, at least there's a little bit of realism there. But By the way, for, for anyone watching for the first time, when we say stupid Star Wars, we mean it with all the love in the world. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. It's... I say the weirder, the better. Stupid things in Star Wars are the best. We all of us have loved Star Wars for many years, maybe in the oldest, maybe for the longest, but we don't take it too seriously because Star Wars wasn't has never been Shakespeare. So when people talk about writing and all this stuff, dude, just have fun. It's Star Wars. It's Shakespearean, the subject. Yeah, come on, whatever. Silly, like Moses. <laughs> yes, <laughs> very silly. Silly Star Wars is the best. <laughs> we should yes. leave it there. Yeah. And then it's made out of Gore-Tex. Gore-Tex, there. Yeah. Just yeah. all puffed up. Uh, 
But then we have Kenobi facing, oh, we got a Seeker droid, which reminded me of the Seven Sister in Rebels has Seeker droids. They're smaller. These were a lot bigger, which I love, because reminded me of the probe droids. He's hiding, and then we get the Stormtroopers, and he has to use the Force again. Oti, I only call back to A New Hope when he makes a little sound and sends his Stormtroopers on their way. Yes. Yeah. At that point, where you kind of, okay, he's getting it. He's getting closer. And then lightsaber fight. Yeah, no, so uh, I, I I was just so focused on the, and actually um, Force Center focused on a, a lot on this, but I just love the line of the random Stormtrooper, like, this. We're losing Oti now? No. Man, I'm next. I guess I'm next. No, don't <laughs> leave you. <laughs> All right. Hopefully he'll be back in a few minutes. Yeah, um, but no help from this. It was really nice. Yeah. So then at this point, he kind of goes, oh, so well, oh, so he finds that secured area. He's like, oh, I think I found the secured area. And then it's all these, you know, dead Jedi and just people out there that we don't know. Oti, are you back? At least otherwise? Yeah. Oh. yeah all right. I that am, is. I am. Anyway, so Norhal, he says, I, I think I found the secured area. <coughs> Excuse me. It opens up, and then we have dead Jedis, people yeah. just being preserved. This is a tomb. Thank you for your service, Sarah Sinubi. You're going to be missed. Uh, I, I literally went like, Sarah Sinubi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was like, this is not a fortress. This is a tomb. Oh. And then I think, yeah, we saw uh, there, there's no that at the end, the little jungling is yeah. out. Did and you, was there anyone else in there that you recognize or that you were maybe, is this someone? No, I was, I was waiting every time they kind of lingered on Kenobi's face a little bit and then it turned. I seen people throw out different names of who might be there, but I don't yeah. know. I don't think there was anyone else of importance. I think they would have mentioned it or something. I mean, it's it's good to like it took, uh, made me think of uh, Rebels, where they may think that it was Master Luminara, mm, yeah, on Dooley. I mean, yeah, it reminded me of that. That hey, how the Empire was kind of keeping this um, Jedi in some way at a certain mm -hmm. extent. That was that was creepy. Yeah, man, it's pretty macabre if you're killing because then Reva, when she's talking to Leia, I'm gonna do the same thing I do to anyone that opposes the Empire or something like that. It's we're gonna kill you and just keep you here and preserve you. We're not showing it to anyone, we're just keeping it here for I don't know, green shits and giggles. But yeah, it was pretty creepy, and I don't know if it's gonna come back. But he then can always then hears Leia screaming, tells Tala to just create a distraction, and Reva gets called away. Oti, with, it's not a hallway scene or anything, but the lights go dark. Stormtroopers so cool. are like, oh, hell, what's going on? And then it's blue lightsaber. That was extremely cool. And there's also like this parallel with the previous episode where can, the, the lightsaber light in, in the third episode is like blinding. And mm -hmm. he's in the dark, but when he turns it off, he can't really see around him. And in this episode, it's a source of light. Like, yeah. In, 
in that darkness and he's just like cutting down these i loved it the minute like we get this shot of the room with the dark lights i'm like oh it's coming it's coming <laughs> and no, it's coming. by the way i this time i moved the lamp for the camera to get the, the picture but i forgot to turn on the light so you can't see my face <laughs> Come on, we need that for for next episode yeah but no how you like this scene Oh, I loved it so much because uh, you feel the desperation that poor little Leia is about to be triggered <laughs> and then Riva has to leave and then everything suddenly goes dark. You see the blue lightsaber <laughs> and it's like, wow, this this is fantastic. And I love that because how then like uh, Obi-Wan is going, like you said, it was a good comparison from the previous episode where we saw that he had to turn on on his lightsaber to like like Goss from Tree Out of the Force uh, to, to defend himself from Vader. Mm -hmm. But in this mm -hmm. case, he's attacking in order to save Leia and rescue her. So it's like he's taking ownership. Like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna come up and do it. Yeah, yeah. I will do what I must. <laughs> yes, we'll do what I must, yes. And he had to do a lot because, at least for me, that first Stormtrooper, he had to hit him three times to cut him yeah. down. It's like, dude, you used to do this in half a motion, and it took it's you like... Years. It's been 10 years. It's been 10 years. It's lack years. of practice. Yeah, I, get, I, mean... I, I know. I understand. But it's, again, he's he's building up to it. He's getting better. Second one, only two blows. So he got better. But then he reconnects with Leia, saves her. You can see her eyes. She's like, oh, oh they told me you were dead. It's like, no, no, I'm here. I, I was waiting. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. I was waiting for something like that. And then this exchange where she says, I didn't tell them anything. And oh, he says, I, I, know. Know. I know. Oh, my God. It's preparing for the I know later, like 20 years later. Oh, man. But, yeah, that's little scenes. We've been saying it before. It's just little moments in this episode. We're already on this. They hold hands at the end. That was devastating. <laughs> Oh man, so oh. much. You know, let's hurry up. Let's just get to the end. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm the, dying to talk about the end. So Riva gets called away. She has a confrontation with Tal. I thought, okay, Tala, thanks for getting us here, but this is your end. This is the end for you, I thought. But then she has this great back and forth with Riva, kind of, yeah, of course I'm a spy. I had to infiltrate them for two years, and then my cover was going to be blown. I don't know if you're lying, but we'll find out. I thought she was gone. Yeah. I know. I thought he was gone, and I have to say, Seriously, uh, great, great work by both of them, by Moses and also yeah. Indira Barma. I think it's a great vindication. I know I uh, hated how Ilaria's sound was done dirty on Game of Thrones. I'm sorry, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm happy she's here in this in this series and she's doing a great job. Yeah, yeah, she's very good. <sighs> so at that point, uh, she's running away with again, and I love that scene. I love the. The whole delivery, both of the actresses did great, and it worked for the both characters. Because then you, you can start seeing when then it goes to the end and tell us, you know, this is never who I was. So I love everything that played. Kind of, and also building from last episode when she said, yeah, I joined the Empire because I thought they were going to be doing good. But once I realized what they were actually doing, I got, a, got out of this. This was never who I was. Hey, nothing yes. wrong with a little order. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Man, give me all the Freck toys. Where's the, for, I don't need 20 Kenobis. Just give me Freck. Freck hot toy. 250 oh, no for like... Dude, just, you can give me a Freck with a little pull string like in the 80s. You pull, nothing wrong with a little order, right? That's a weird story. <laughs> That's a weird Every story. Every time you pull it, so 
I pick up a couple of strays. So Thera, you might every every time you pull it, and then twenty five years later, nothing wrong with the little order. I actually have a. You can't see it, but I have my like my Toy Story Woody doll. That has a, <laughs> yeah, that's from, it. From, oh. from nineteen ninety five, he he no longer talks. <laughs> Lucasfilm oh. again. We we have ideas. You want yeah. merchandise, and we get it. A little freck pull toy. Um. Anyway, secret droids come. They blow the alarm. And let's just get Kenobi defending Leia with his lightsaber, taking down some troopers, taking out the droid, doing the little spin of the of the lightsaber. That's when I say, okay, he's there, he's there. That's that's, that's the last that's the next time. Yeah, he's almost there. Uh, but as soon as they that bolt hit the window and it starts cracking, okay, this is gonna come into play. Nor how he's he finally used the force. Yes. He was struggling, but he held on tight and then just washed everyone out. How was your tension during this scene? Oh, it was, it's like, like uh, they said, I mean, it was so suspenseful uh, because uh, like, oh, is he going to be able to control? Yeah. But because all the pressure from the water and, but I loved how the, at the end, he directed towards the officers and the stormtroopers mm -hmm. and they could run away which was fantastic but you can see in his face the struggle that yeah. he's uh trying to control and regain the mastery of the powers he had 10 years ago so it was that was fantastic yeah yeah and i love like you said she not only just holding it and then redirecting but he used that crack to then just break all the other windows on that side which takes even more power just and then heads out Oti, we got the the two Ewoks in a trench coat or whatever you want to say. <laughs> the little trench coat hiding little Leia. I hate people saying, oh, they couldn't notice that weird trench coat. How, how do you expect for them to get out? And, and again, that's the freaking point. Like, it, it, the show purposely cuts to the fifth brother like, oh, when I get my hands on Reva, <laughs> she's going to get it. And like, look to your side, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, but again, there's commotion. When there's commotion, you miss the simple stuff. And like you said before, it's a big hallway. There were a lot it's of a stuff happening. Yeah, it was huge. People going everywhere. They had Empire hats, so they passed the test. But then I, 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 I think the giveaway was the beard. Like I, I, yeah. I don't think we've seen like no. uh, I don't think so. beards. <laughs> They're gonna be shaved. But go, then Reva go shave, sir. Go shave. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's why that red thing is just passed, and they shave you uh, a quick shave. <laughs> which, yeah. I mean, I mean, kind of digressing a little bit, but N95s. I used to work in a job that we had to wear tight-fitting N95s every year. We had to do a fit test. You couldn't have a beard. Also, you had to shave right before you did it. Yeah, it, so, it doesn't work well. Yeah, but then again, for the whole year before your next test they didn't tell you to shave it just just so you can pass it it's like then we're oh. wasting our time i know i brought this up and they're like uh, shut up we don't care i'm like okay management i guess you know better anyway star wars <laughs> but then they're almost there that t47 no before that they're almost there and then riva comes out with a traitor or traitor. a traitor <laughs> like oh yeah. no they're so close tala you gotta make it to the ship um was it kind of obvious that the T-47s were going to come out at that point and save them? Or were... nope. I had no I had idea no what was going to happen. I had no idea. No I, idea. I thought they were going to, like, maybe he was going to pull his lightsaber for all we know. I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I had no idea. I was so happy. I love the sound design, the stupid blaster going there. 
yes. Yeah, it was. I didn't know how they were gonna get out, but there was a point. I don't know. It was a framing or something that I kind of maybe my subconscious said, "Remember, there's there's people out there that might help." And then, oh, okay, maybe they're coming. And then they showed up. Try rescuing them. It's like, get in, get in, get in. We gotta go. Yeah. And, can we talk about Riva deflecting the blasters from the yes. ship? Oh my mm -hmm. god. It's like, like a bit bigger, like from a regular yeah. blaster. Which again, I was here last week. No, that's stormtroopers. The Inquisitor, the Grand Inquisitor brought his own stormtroopers. He's shooting at Riva. She's deflecting. No, it's yeah. a freaking T-47. It's a T-47. That was not on my bingo list. No, no. that caught us by surprise. Mine. Yeah, and I'll say the CGI could have been a little bit better on those mm -hmm. ships. But again, I've always said for people that complain about CGI's, dude, this is the story. If it's a little weird, but I complain about the CGI in Book of Boba Fett in some episodes, so I'll give them that. They could have done a little bit more work. But that's the only thing. Everything else looked great. It's it's high budget for a TV show, but it's still a TV budget. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I was like I said, I watched all the other episodes, all the other CGI is great. So if uh ship that shows up for five seconds looks a little wonky yeah, for fine. people to complain online then i'll take it just give me everything else yep. they escape one of the other other guys didn't make it wait wade which i love on twitter she, i love and wait she kills him out of spite like she knows i'm not on the ship she just like takes the barrel really? thing and just like the fifth brother said yeah bring him down or something ah, whatever can we talk about the transition from this scene to the next one? Yeah. So <laughs> throws the thing. She's waiting there. Everyone else is leaving, and she's like just looking. And then what? What was the transition? I kind of forget what happened. Oh lord. <laughs> oh man. Again, no. What? I wasn't expecting this. I heard the breath, and like, oh, that birthday is gonna be mad. He's freaking chugging down that hallway. And then oh, I told you what was gonna happen for your failure or whatever. I won't take your oh. I, so there's there's this thing like since I record them like and I see them like at four four in the morning, like you know, I, I maybe don't latch on to the, to these things, but then at the end of the day I rewatch the episode. Mm -hmm. I rewind that scene, I, <laughs> I swear like seven times. And just like how he's walking, he's yeah. just like and just like you were warned, I'm yeah. like, <laughs> and I, I think His somebody, like, somebody like, said online that you can see. I mean, he's he's still better, like Caden from episode three, like this. Yeah. And he's shaking. Like if you watch his his hands, he's shaking. And I had never seen Vader that angry. No. And I love it's the payoff. We've everyone talk about payoff, and they this doesn't mesh with New Hope or whatever. It's he she he told her an episode ago or two episodes, whenever it was. If you fail me, it's gonna be the last thing you do. You yeah. failed me, I'm here to kill you now. And he he looks like 10 feet tall, which is something the, that just makes me kind of fear uh, him even more. But yeah, just holding her there like 10 feet up in the air, 15 feet, like the inquisitors, the others are like. And you know what's even more haunting? The other, the clone, the stormtroopers. They don't. I mean, the, the, they're behind the mask. Maybe they're closing their eyes. <laughs> they don't. They don't flinch. They don't, they're just like standing there. Yeah. And the inquisitors, they're like, oh god, how, how they say in Puerto Rico, "Traga tierra." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just take me. I don't want to be here. No, how? What were your your thoughts when you saw Vader just running down that hallway? Oh, it's 
that was amazing because yeah, it meets what he told her, like, yeah, it failed me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we've seen here in, in the original trilogy, like what he did with Admiral Pete and all the other guys. Mm, yeah. But uh here you can see that like Oti says it anger that all the and I thought for a minute when she said, Yeah, I, I put a tracker. Yeah, like she's just, just lying. Just, just lying. <laughs> I was she's like, just, when? Making <laughs> yes. it up. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't saw her throw anything, but yeah, she's just like, I, just, I put a tracker. I let him go, and then he's, oh, you maybe I kind of. It's so 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 dark side, by the way, and and, and even Palpatine asks, like, this is my plan. Okay, no, I have a new plan. <laughs> yeah, it's all part of it. Don't worry. I yeah. knew I'm playing. What is it? Like 3D chess while you're playing check or whatever. <laughs> he's he's learned well. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that scene again coming out of nowhere. I didn't expect Vader to be at any part of this episode, and he comes in again for a minute and a half. He takes over. It's and like time. oh, yeah. and especially Vader. because of the beginning, they said that. Vader wasn't in his planet. He was on a ship or something yeah. like that. So yeah, he's close, but he's not here. Yeah. Can obviously, eh, it's Vader there. Yeah, yeah. we know. We, uh, let me see what else before we jump to the end because Oti wants to be there. Star Wars now. This is, and I really like that the surviving rescue realized that they were committed rebels. Yeah. Now, yeah, regular civilians that had to take on taken the, mm-hmm. over the empire. The show yeah. gave added weight to that moment. Yes, and Dale, let's get to that part. So oh yeah, it was Lola. Poor yeah. Lola. I was so happy that she didn't get crushed, but now we know why. She put a little Droid tracker. Right. I see yeah. Droid right. Yeah. Droid right. That moment L3 like L3 when you L3 would, yeah, would be mad. She would not be happy. No. Yeah. No, she won't. But Oti, you've been waiting. So we have this quiet moment now in the ship. Yes. Leia reaches out, grabs Kenobi's hand, looks at him. Thanks for rescuing me. Sorry for calling you an old man for saying that you were the. You the real kidnappers, grandpa? you're not a Jedi, what are you doing here? To now, I trust you with my life, and I'm going to name my future son after you. Yeah. And can always looking down, kind of almost relieved at that point, <laughs> kind of, I got you. So, yeah. So, or sweet. What was that? Go ahead, go ahead, Audi. Uh, yeah, no, so. Guys, just just rewatch the hologram scene from New Hope. Like, mm-hmm. you'll be devastated. So, no, I, I loved it. Like, it's Kenobi making connection for the first time in probably ten years. Like, it's the daughter of Fatme and the daughter of Anakin. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it, it just filled me up seeing them like <laughs> hold hands. And it's these two characters that we had no idea had any connection with each other, and mm-hmm. here they are, like and. It's the first time Leia goes out there and explores the world, and it's the first time Kenobi's making connection with anyone in, in such a long time. How did you take this scene, Norhal? No, not again. She's there. I think she's there. Oh. <laughs> uh, Maybe. Uh, she's fighting. She's fighting it. Uh, she's there. Uh, I think. Okay. Yes, Norhal. So this scene between Obi Wan and Leia. No, we lost her. Damn it! Almost at the. Yeah, no, I think we lost her. Yeah. How, how about you, Alberto? I loved it. It was one of those things. Again, when you see it the first time, is oh, yeah, a kid just feels glad that she was safe or whatever. 
But for me, it just brought everything back. Again, I'm just rewatching the episode this morning. Is when they meet, they, they didn't know each other basically like a day and a half ago. And Leia, just the the transition or both of them, the relationship going from, hey, I don't want to deal with this. I got to take care of Luke. I can go I, go out and save Leia. And Leia kind of just hitting him with a with a chair. It's kind of, who are you? You're not supposed to save me. Where's the army and all this? To now, and Leia thinking that he had died a couple of minutes before, to now just kind of holding his hand and also kind of making him feel safe, kind of, you did good, but you did good. Because Kenobi mm-hmm. needs that. He's been fighting. No, he, he really needs that. He did because, again, try slowly letting go of the past. Like, okay, you might have failed my father, theoretically, because she doesn't know, but you may have failed Anakin. You're not, you didn't fail me. Mm-hmm. You came back. You rescued me. You've done good. It's one of those things that he wants to now just go into the, to the passion, just kind of retire. You did your job. But we know it's not over. Yeah. But, yeah, that just broke my heart. Just seeing And just the look of them, again. Yeah. Complain every, all that you want. Valid criticism. You can't tell me that poor Vivian Lira Blair, forgot if I mess up her name, is not killing it, especially in that scene with yeah. Ewan. And Ewan just looking down again, just yeah. relief that they're able to escape. Ah, it broke me. But again, it's just the a great arc for these two characters so far. So mm-hmm. no hard, just kind of finishing up with that scene before we go into what we might hope to see next time. Yeah, well, uh, just quick what you guys said was uh, I agree with that and also how we see Leia I mean what Elsie says she's just faced these dangers the first time she goes out in the galaxy and she faces all these dangers she's about to be tortured but she finds and and we see this recurring theme that Arsu our friend Arsu wrote on on the collider piece go and check it out because it's really good but is how she has the ability to comfort others through her life and yeah. it goes back into the a new hope scene where uh luke is devastated because and she just lost her planet and her family and she and, and also obi-wan kenobi who she had a, a better connection that a longer connection mm-hmm. that luke and she comforts him and i would go even ahead beyond i'm not trying to give uh, more credit to J.J. Abrams than he deserves, but in The Force Awakens, I mean, she just lost her husband, uh, killed by her son, and what she does, she goes and hugs Rey Mm -hmm. when she's going down the Millennium Falcon. So you see that recurring (laughs) Leia since she's a little girl through her whole life that even if she's going through this uh, her own process of pain and suffering she has that ability to connect with others and provide them comfort that's that's fantastic yeah. it's poetry it's rhymes yeah i mean could have said it any better i think that's a perfect perfect point when our main talk on episode four um so before we jump into what we might see in episode five i thought let's talk about some of the criticism that was out there after this episode we talked already a little bit about the cgi might be a little bit wonky here or there with those t47s oh is there really any valid criticism to saying we're not getting flashbacks we're not having gotten uh, qui-gon's ghost the inquisitor didn't return is there any truth to this or is, is what we're getting kind of what we should be getting? How are you seeing this? 
Um, so let me put it. Let me try to put it another way. Maybe some people say that the show they kind of promised us again, quote unquote, <clears throat> Kenobi and Anakin, Hayden's back. Mm -hmm. We haven't gotten that. Some people say, oh, Leia and Reva are getting too much of these stories, not Kenobi. Is that valid criticism mm. or is people just reaching? So I think there could be like valid criticism of, at the lack of Hayden Christensen scenes because, you know, I mean, the show's called Kenobi. Like it's mm -hmm. not the Anakin and Kenobi <laughs> adventures. Like, uh, yeah. So in yeah. that sense, like maybe that's like something tailor your expectations what's the title of the show yes mm -hmm. kathleen kennedy said the rematch of the century which we're still yet to see because there's still two episodes left and you wouldn't oh, yeah. have the big fight in episode two mm -hmm. like think about that guys so so there's that but like i just get so mad when people like criticize something because there are valid criticisms you don't have to like the show like mm -hmm. and even if you don't have like a reason, you can just watch something. It's like, hey, that's not really connecting with me. And that's totally fine. But people complaining like, because we didn't get the checklist. Like, oh, and yeah. he, the, the Grand Inquisitor, this happened and it, it's going to happen later. And that kind of thought frustrates me. I saw this great tweet the other way. Like some people just like want every single second of the Star Wars saga to be televised. <laughs> like, yeah, we don't have to see everything happen. Like, what happened to the Grand Inquisitor? I don't know, but he's in Rebels, so something <laughs> happened. There's a story there that we'll see or read or something eventually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I, I, you know, I get grumpy because you know Kenobi, Kenobi's my guy. I've been waiting for this show for so long, but at the same time, like you know, make valid because there are valid criticisms. Make them like let's have a conversation about it, but not like yeah. this. Ah, uh, it's bad. Why? I don't know. It, it the sucks. story or the writer. Yeah, it's a story. The, and the, that actress. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. How about you, Norhal? Do you think there's any valid criticism from what you've heard out there? People, what they're criticizing. Do you think there's some validity to it or nah, people just want to be angry? Yeah. I mean, from a certain extent, like Obi, like Oti said, uh, there are some areas like, okay, well, uh, it perhaps is the culture of, yeah, we want instant gratification and want to have yeah. everything at one point. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think there are two more episodes. Maybe, yeah. And I, I believe that there might be valid criticism because, for example, Hayden, I would expect that if they had brought him back for this series, it's not just to wear the suit which mm -hmm. you can have a stunt or somebody else like we had in Rogue One. And it's not like Pedro's Pascal case on, oh, he's does, he does the voice. No, it's James Earl Jones. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, well, let's let's wait and see. That's that's the attitude I'm taking. Like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to wait and see on the next episodes. But so far, I mean, I think, like you said, a lot of the criticism we see online is sometimes if you are already predisposed to hate something to hate on something you're gonna hate it no matter what they give you unfortunately and like you said if you don't like something just just i mean let others have fun mm -hmm. uh and yeah there are valid criticisms like hey uh, for example i would have 
liked more of this. Maybe this scene should have been a little bit longer, the planning of the heist, the jailbreak, whatnot. But like Julie just said, is let's have a conversation. It's not like, ah, this is the, like when uh, little Leia asked him, asked uh, Ben if he was his father, her father is like, ah, that's the worst response he could have <laughs> given. It's like, dude, you haven't, did, uh, like uh, spend time with a 10 year old yeah and no because he's saying that he wanted to be with batman all this yeah i said we just i yeah well, one quick thing also like people angry at like so this show we all know and you know not not all of us but all, all of us who are like in twitter and reading and staying up to date this was a movie that mm -hmm. they made into a six-part event so it, it's paced like a movie it moves like a movie and it's like it's basically like watching a movie and pausing it 30 minutes in and mm -hmm. being like well that that this movie sucks like, <laughs> watch the whole thing and, and i think and i uh, quick uh, yeah. they, i also see this thing of people going like there were three episodes left and they made a 30 minute episode and it's like this show has already been shot like for some reason, they decided that this chunk of the story was going to be an episode. So mm -hmm. it, it's like if people think like the show's getting made as it's being like released, and they just like, oh, let's screw with the fans and make a short one. Like it's not like that. Yeah, I hate because I've seen also a lot of people making comparisons to Stranger Things. Oh, it, every Stranger Things episode is over an hour long, and all this. Okay, they're different media, they're different stories that they're telling. And the biggest thing, my complaint is. <clears throat> this show is not over. It's two episodes left. Why are you complaining that we're not getting enough Hayden or enough Kenobi? We're getting too much Reva, whatever. If the show is not over, if you tell me in the next two episodes we don't get anything else with Kenobi and Vader and all that, then okay, you know, you're you're right on that point. But we still have at least let's say an hour and a half to go. That's 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 a movie, basically. But there's still plenty out there. I'll say some of the things, the score, I'm liking the music. I would prefer some of the I, classical score out there. Sometimes we're not getting it yet. So that's something I can say, okay, maybe you're right. Criticizing, some people say, well, we didn't get the Imperial Martial Empire Strikes Back, which is right. I don't know if that's a reason they're not playing it. It would be extremely cool to see that when Vader's marching down the hallway, have the Imperial March. I've, but the I've, little I've... theme that they have for Vader, I'm loving I saw a clip of that scene with the Imperial March, and yeah. I didn't even notice it. Like I, I then rewatched it on Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. Wait, it's different. But I, I will say I, I have issues with the score because Natalie Holt did a great job with Loki. It was mm -hmm. something very different. Yeah. And here, it's it's such an unfair criticism because she, of course, she she worked very hard on it. But it kind of feels like generic, and I hate using that word, but that's how it kind of feels to me. And uh, there's been a few moments here and there where it's it's been better, but it's it's not been that memorable. Yeah. I think also when you start the main, not the main, but the first teaser trailer that we got, it was Duel of the Fates and Battle of the Heroes. We're like, oh, man, we're yeah. going to get them. It's unfair expectations. <laughs> yeah, also. which is the same thing yeah. with uh, Rise of Skywalker. They used Duel of the Fates in one of the trailers. We didn't get that it. That was a great trailer. Right yes. <laughs> So again, marketing is not the same, but anyway, we'll end it there. And our friend, thanks for being here from a certain point as Q, just kind of add surprise. We haven't seen a bit more of Anakin flashbacks. 
but I think they're saving Vader to make his scenes more impactful. I expect a good dose of Vader in the finale. I think you're right. And we talked a little bit at the beginning how each episode of the season is kind of mirroring one of the episodes of the first six movies. Episode five, Empire Strikes Back is so Luke. Same in action. Yeah, yes. a lot of action at the end. And it's Luke meeting Yoda to connect with the Force and turn with the Force. And I'm now, this is when we're getting Qui-Gon's Qui ghost. I'm, I'm back on my horse oh. and like helping it. Kenobi get back on it yes. to then have the confrontation with Vader at the end, same as Luke had Vader. And I'm saying it now, and we're going to be dying next week. Seeing how Star Wars work, probably next episode, there will be like no connection to Empire Strikes Back. I know. What was it that they tweeted? What if it like goes on a weird tangent and we're looking for Sith Wayfinders <laughs> or something? <laughs> I mean, the Star Wars Twitter account tweeted a tweeted a picture of Queenland Voss. Like, learn the whole history of Queenland Voss. You're killing me with this. What are you doing yeah. to me right now? Yeah, we'll see. Lord, how anything that you're expecting or not expecting, anything you hope to see next week as we kind of round out our talk on Kenobi. Oh no, how you're. Yeah, well, I'm really oh, okay. looking forward to like. To see if there's a connection with Empire Strikes Back. Mm -hmm. Now looking forward to see, well, obviously the payoff of Lola having a tracker. Um, <laughs> yeah. Of course, I'm, I don't think we'll see Tatooine. I'm looking to see more of the Lars, but maybe that's going to be part six. But that would be fantastic and see how how Riva and if we have if we hear more about the Grand Inquisitor and see what mm -hmm. what's going on what's the status on that uh, <laughs> maybe we'll find out until the end but definitely I I'm looking forward to hear to see more about Kenobi and his progression back to the Force to own his, his powers again and yeah. be at that place where getting to that place where we saw him obviously i would say a new hope but i think closer would be rebels season three where he faced maul well if we see that he's on this like sand status and he just mm -hmm. in two movements he kills Maul. Well, yeah yeah that, that would be fantastic yeah we'll see i i don't know someone tweeted at me a couple a couple of days ago that maybe the ground inquisitor will get him at the end like a post-credit sure. scene like they did for Cup Vanth in Book of Office. So who knows? Alti, anything you're expecting to see or hoping to see next week? The only thing I'm expecting and hoping <laughs> to see in the next episode is Kenobi. Kenobi! Ah, there he is. There's the, there's the... Yeah, Kenobi. That's all I want from the show. And Freck. Freck is still alive. He only oh, got knocked uh, out. It, it, hey, give me Freck a Star Wars story where we go. Give us a little yeah. order. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm really hoping right. that, I mean, this new characters that Dalla makes it out to alive in, through the end but yeah not holding my hope like or roken as well but let's see yeah we'll we'll get more roken give me a path book or a comic or a show or a movie please 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 we'll get please. more yes. we'll get more we will get more roken they're back in jabim we'll see we'll see what happens next week is gonna be interesting again oh last two episodes hopefully a little bit longer last thing out and then kind of yeah so I saw Fred the Jedi. He did he did an uh, 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 a mm -hmm. video about this. But if they reference the Battle of Jabim, which was a big uh, Legends thing in in here, and use that to bring in the the flashbacks, I die like right there on my sofa. Like I die right. right there. So make sure your camera is turned on so we can see you die in real life, and yes. then I'll get a new co-host. 
which won't be too hard to replace it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Norhal, thank you a lot for being here with us. Where can people find you out there? Okay, no, thank you again for having me. I had so much fun talking about Kenobi Part 4. You can all find me on Twitter at Norhal, on Instagram at Norhal Music. Uh, also, well, uh, frequently panelist on the Kiki Wahoo Network uh, shows and podcasts. So, yeah, please them check them out as well. And, yeah, but thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, always, always. We'll have you back soon enough. Oti, you know how it goes. You can find me like down there at Twitter and Instagram, and you can find me right here every Saturday. And if you wake up at five in the morning, you can catch his. Oh yeah, yeah. I have a podcast. Um, yeah, learn some Spanish while you're learning about Star Wars. All right, guys. So thank you, as always. Thank you, Norhal. Thanks for everyone in the chat. Emotional Revolution, Dale, Mo, Mister Res, uh, Lauren, Andres. <laughs> Who else was here? Star Wars nowadays from a certain point as SQ. Thank you all for joining us. We'll be back next week talking more Kenobi. Uh, just me and Otti next week, but then we have our friend Arsu here for the finale. That's going to be great. Yep. Uh, but yeah, and I'm still next. I'm still trying. After the Kenobi, we're going to do our original trilogy trivia. We lost two people. We lost two contestants. So we got to find a couple people to join in. Well, that'll be fun. And then we'll have our watch along thinking maybe Rogue One because we'll be close to Andor so we'll see we'll get Oti to suffer through Rogue One but it'll be fun no don't <laughs> no no we'll have a lot of fun with it so as always guys thanks for being here stay safe be safe and may the force be with you